ಸೀತಾಮನ ಬಸಿಯ ಸೂಕ್ಷ್ಮ ರೂಪ ಧರಿಸಿ ಯಹಿ ದಿಖಾವ ಬಿಕಟ ರೂಪ ಧರಿ ಲಂಕ ಜರಾವ ಭೀಮ ರೂಪ ಧರಿ ಅಸುರ ಸಹಾರಿ ರಾಮಚಂದ್ರಕೆ ಕಾಜ ಸವಾರಿ ಲಾಯಸ ಜೀವನ ಲಖನ ಜಿಯಾಯಿ ಶ್ರೀರದು ಬೀರ ಹರಶಿ ಉರಲಾಯಿ ರಘುಪತಿ ಕೀನಿ ಬಹುತ ಬಡಾಯಿ ತುಂಬಂ ಪ್ರಿಯ ಭರತೈ ಸಂಭಾಯಿ ಸಹಸ ಬದನ ತುಮ ರೋಜಸ ಗಾವೆ ಅಸ ಕಹಿ ಶ್ರೀಪತಿ ಕಂಠಲ ಗಾವೆ ಸನಕಾ ದಿಕ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಿ ಮುನೀಸ ನಾರದ ಸಾರದ ಸಹಿತ ಅಹಿಸ ಜಂ ಕುಬೇರ ದಿಗ ಪಾಲ ಜಹಾತಿ ಇದ ಕಹಿ ಸಕೆ ಕಹತಿ ತುಮ ಉಪಕಾರ ಸುಗ್ರೀವಹಿ ಕೀನ ರಾಮ ಮಿಲಾಯ ರಾಜಪತ ದೀನ ತುಮ್ರೋ ಮಂತ್ರ ಬಿಭೀಷಣ ಮಾನ ಲಂಕೇಶ್ವರ ಭಯ ಸಬ ಜಗ ಜಾನ ಜೋಗ್ ಸಹಸ್ರ ಜೋ ಜನ ಪರ ಭಾನು ಲೀಲ್ಯೋ ತಾಹಿ ಮಧುರ್ ಫಲ ಜಾನು ಪ್ರಭು ಮೋದ್ರಿಕಾ ಮೆಲಿ ಮುಖ ಮಾಹಿ ಜಲದಿ ಲಾಗಿ ಗಯ ಅಚರಜ ನಾಹಿ ದುರ್ಗಮ ಕಾಜ ಜಗತ್ ಕೇ ಜೇತೆ ಸುಗಮ ಅನುಗ್ರಹ ತುಮರೇ ತೇತೆ ರಾಮ ದುವಾರೇ ತುಮ ರಖವಾರೆ ಹೋತನ ಆಜ್ಞಾ ಬಿನು ಪೈಸಾರಿ ಸಬ ಸುಖಲಹೇ ತುಮಾರಿ ಶರ್ಣ ತುಮ್ರಕ್ಷಕ್ಕೂ ಕೋಡರ್ಣ ಆಪನ ತೇಜ ಸಮಾರೋ ಆಪೆ ಭೂತ ಪಿಶಾಚ ನಿಕಟ ನಹಿ ಆವೇ ಮಹಾಬೀರ ಜಬ ನಾಮ ಸುನಾವೇ ನಾಸೇ ರೋಗ ಹರೇ ಸಬ ಪೀರ ಜಪತ ನಿರಂತರ ಹನುಮತ ಬೀರ ಸಂಕಟತೇ ಹನುಮಾನ ಚುಡಾವೆ ಮನ್ಘ್ರಂ ವಚನ ಧ್ಯಾನ ಜೋಲಾವೆ ಸಪ್ಪರ ರಾಮ ತಪಸ್ವೀ ರಾಜ ತಿನಕೇ ಕಾಜ ಸಕಲ ತುಮ ಸಾಜ ಓರ ಮನೋರಥ ಜೋ ಕೋಯಿ ಲಾವೆ ಸೋಯಿ ಅಮಿತ ಜೀವನ ಫಲ ಪಾವೆ ಚಾರೋ ಜುಗ ಪರ ತಾಪ ತುಮಾರ ಹೇ ಪಡ್ ಸಿದ್ಧ ಜಗತ್ ಉಜಿಯಾರ ಸಾಧು ಸಂತ ಕೇ ತುಮ ರಖವಾರಿ ಅಸುರ ನಿಕಂದನ ರಾಮ ದುಲಾರಿ ಅಷ್ಟ ಸೇದಿನೋ ನಿಧಿ ಕೇ ದಾತ ಅಸಬರ ದೀನ ಜಾನಕಿ ಮಾತ ರಾಮರ ಸಾಯನ ತುಮರೇ ಪಾಸ ಸದಾ ರಹೋ ರಘುಪತಿ ಕೇ ದಾಸ ತುಮರೇ ಭಜನ ರಾಮ ಕೋ ಪಾವೇ ಜನಮ ಜನಮ ಕೇ ದುಃಖ ಬಿಸರಾ ಕಾಲ ರಘುಬರ ಪುರ ಜಾಹಿ ಜಹಾ ಜನ್ಮ ಹರಿ ಭಕ್ತ ಕಹಾಯಿ ಓರ ದೇವತಾ ಚಿತ್ತನ ಧರಹಿ ಹನುಮತ ಸೇಹಿ ಸರ್ಬ ಸುಖ ಕರಹಿ ಸಂಕಟ ಕಟೆ ಮಿಟೆ ಸಬ ಪೀರ ಜೋ ಸುಮಿರೇ ಹನುಮತ ಬಲ ಭೀರ ಜಯ 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 ಹನುಮಾನ ಗುಸಾಯಿ ಕೃಪಾ ಕರೋ ಗುರುದೇವ ಕಿ ನಾಯಿ ಜೋ ಸತ್ ಬಾರ ಪಾಠ ಕರಿ ಕೋಯಿ ಛೂಟ ಹಿ ಬಂದಿ ಮಹಾ ಸುಖ ಹೋಯಿ ಜೋ ಯಹ ಪಡೆ ಹನುಮಾನ ಚಲಿಸ ಹೋಯ್ ಸಿದ್ಧಿ ಸಾಕಿ ಗೌರಿಸ ತುಲ್ಸೀದಾಸ ಸದಾ ಹರಿ ಚೇರ ಕೀ ಜಯ ನಾಥ ಹೃದಯ ಮಹಡೇರ ಪವಂತನೆ ಸಂಕಟ ಹರನ ಮಂಗಲ ಮೂರತಿ ರೂಪ ರಾಮ ಲಖನ ಸೀತಾ ಸಹಿತ ಹೃದಯ ಬಸೋ ಸುರ ಭೂಪ ಸಿಯಾವರ ರಾಮ ಉಮಾಪತಿ ಮಹಾದೇವ ಕೀ ಜಯ ಪವನ ಸುತ ಹನುಮಾನ ಕೀ ಜಯ 
बोलो रे भाई सब संतन की जय जय श्री कृष्णा Now uh, we have actually completed, almost completed chapter फाइव right? So the first book that we did was the अधिकारी स्कंध in which who is the अधिकारी of भागवत Now there are certain ग्रंथ्स in which everybody can listen to it, but there are certain ग्रंथ्स and especially श्रीमद भागवत महापुराण which was written towards the end, totally towards the end of व्यासास writing. so he has actually put in the gist of everything in it so initially he started with who is the adhikari of bhagavat not many can be an adhikari of bhagavat so first we studied how to become an adhikari of bhagavat then he said about sadhana skand now sadhana skand we have a lot of as we think na how to do the sadhana what is the sadhana so initially they explained the sadhana required to become an adhikari of bhagavat bhagavat anybody can read but to assimilate what kind of a sadhana is needed so that by the end of the bhagavat you actually derive the essence what is the essence total surrender and oneness with the lord that is objective of bhagavatam right because raja parikshit had only two questions he had seven days to live and he had two questions how should i die you know because suddenly he realized that i'm going to die in 7 days and i do not know how to die for that how should i live these were the only two questions but luckily for raja parikshit he had led his life accordingly so that in those the minute he knew he had 7 days to live firstly he had the privilege to know that he had 7 days to live mostly we leave helpless so he knew so and plus 7 days were enough for him to reach that state through which he can actually merge with the divine so the bhagavat as a granth is targeting death so it is quite intimidating at times you know when you talk about something like that it is intimidating but that is the only reality and only constant in life that is death and then we started with sarga they said by the end of the 10 books you will be able to understand the reality of the entire existence but for that you have to be an adhikari and what kind of sadhana is needed they told us with so many stories as to what kind of decorum has to be followed while listening to bhagwat so that the results can be reaped otherwise you can read the bhagwat 100 times and nothing will happen right so then came sarga sarga is where he started talking about creation why did he talk about creation he talked about creation not so that we understand creation he talked about creation he said this is just a glimpse in the light called the divine this is not even one shadow this is nothing in front of what he is and we get baffled by creation and understanding his creation itself is so difficult like you know even the geographical point point of view which is probably given in sankshep in summary over here is difficult to understand so how divine how great is that divine then visarga This is the this is sarga. This is the broad creation we started from Vishnu and all those. Then sarga, visarga. There are only three gunas and only five tattvas. Right? There is nothing much to it. So rajas, tamas, and sattva, and all those five tattvas like fire, earth, water, uh, ether, and uh, air, out of which the creation has been made. The only thing is with the shuffling of these gunas, 
the time the entire creation entire human beings everybody is made right there is nothing again we are not different from the entire creation which we learned in the last story in the jada bharat story jada bharat said what is the difference between you and me and the earth this is the earth and on top of it these are my legs they are also made of the earth on top of it it's my knee they are also made of earth my you know my body it's also made of earth my head made of earth on top of it is a palki that is also made of earth on top of it rahu gana is sitting you are also made of earth so we are all made of earth when you burn they all become ash right everything becomes ash no matter what it is so everything is earth so we have actually come back to the point where visarga is nothing but the shuffling of those five tatvas and the three gunas and ultimately nothing is different from something else so there bharat is saying who are you what is a king what is a servant what is jada what is not jada everything is one and this divine lesson of bharat is telling us his stiti everybody operates in a particular stiti isn't it my manasthiti will be different from yours will be different from yours based on our stiti we are in different yugas we are operating in a different plane altogether if we take it from that perspective our stiti determines where we are in this universe there there is a distinction half the book they have talked about stiti here then they talk about stiti from the earth point of view but it is very simple if we take it the entire universe the entire creation the entire universe then the entire earth comes to the body comes to the cell everything in itself is complete just like a seed has everything in it to make the full plant every small atom and the nano atom of our body has the complete seed to make the entire creation so the creation is no different from me and it is not different from my atom also what do we have when we are giving birth to a child there is only a small seed is in it and an entire child is created so that is how he has packed everything in us there is no where to look and till that stiti does not come where you realize that everything is here only that is when you still have to look and observe and understand what is happening here so stiti when he talked about after visarga he started talking about stiti or sthana what is my manasthiti what is your stiti what is currently what is the situation in which we exist and then how is the entire universe existing all the planes all over here they have described not only the earth and the swarg they have gone on to describing the brahmalok and its divisions also all the divisions have been described in so much detail but the part we have done is our stiti because our stiti determines where we are our stiti is very important so with this we have completed half of the book 5 right but in book 5 what is now after this we'll do portion next week we'll start with portion and portion is how is everything nurtured how is the universe nurtured how is our stiti also nurtured we can establish ourselves in a particular stiti for now and then we dip again right into samsara 
we are not able to hold ourselves the only difference between us and an elevated soul is he is able to hold on to that sthiti we are not so now that sthiti needs portion right okay you have reached that sthiti now you have to hold on to that sthiti of constant bliss so that you don't fall what is the portion for that will be done in book 6 but right now if we are at that sthiti of total bliss with the oneness with everything that sthiti we realize that we are the soul right we are not this body that is what we have done last time we are not this body we are not anything associated with the body we are that divine bliss that satchit anand swarup so this is the sthiti we have reached right now right this is the sthiti we are talking about and now next week onwards we'll say how do we give portion to that sthiti so that we are able to retain that sthiti always and we don't move or we don't oscillate that is the whole objective we all understand it what it is okay now we understand that i am the soul i am not the body right everything associated with the body is not mine but if i ask this question again can you tell me who am i again before we go on because so far all this while we have been trying to tell you you are the soul you are the soul you are the soul so if somebody asks you who are you how will we define and how will you explain it to that person and how will you justify it to that person who am i right take i am the soul i am not the body again who are you if somebody tells you who are you how can you say you are not the body no the shrimad bhagavat says so how will you is it have do you agree with it rahu gana is still not agree with it he still don't he does not understand that okay but when i am feeling everything the pain the fatigue right rahu gana says that i am also getting tired when i fight the battle i get tired right i fall ill i feel suffering i feel emotions then why am i not the body how can you say that i am not the body i am the soul saying is something easy right but then you say i get hurt i get tired i can feel everything then how come you are saying that i am the soul and i am not the body what is the justification how do you justify in vedanta by now we should have understood right how do you justify the real from the unreal the temporary from the eternal how do we justify these two things the temporary changes right the eternal does not change this body we were children then we grew up then we have become old then one day we will be taken away but there is somebody who knows that he has not changed deep inside that person is the same but the body is aging so that which is changing is unreal right that which is not changing is real so what is not changing now again this is very essential we have done it briefly in the sunday class but this is very essential and this to understand this and to justify to ourselves again and again when we start associating with the body and tell us telling ourselves that no this is not real 
relationships also change right is a relationship between a daughter and a child and a mother the same all the time take of your relationship with your parents there was a point in time when even for one second you would not leave your mother right precious mama babies cannot you know cannot even dream about being without their mother for even a second as they grow up what happens that relationship changes then more people their circumference increases then it increases then they become teenagers then the friends become more important slowly they get married and they go away what happens then then children their spouse what happened to that relationship if that relationship is real it should not change it changed right it changed so everything if you want to really justify to it your it to yourself just sit down and analyze everything that is around you everything is prone to change what is that one thing that does not change can you feel that one thing that does not change that one thing that does not change is something that is seeing everything change but the problem is we are so attached to the relationships and the body we do not even sit and think that there is something who is witnessing everything that is happening around me so everything around me is definitely not real it is changing that does not change is real now what is it have we done the story of raja janak and his dream we'll briefly do it raja janak was in a battle and he was fighting a battle and he lost badly he lost the battle and when he lost the battle he did not know what to do he was like oh my god i have lost the kingdom and everybody threw him out of his castle without anything he had to leave the castle and in fact it just so happened that the loved king which every who everybody loved was not loved anymore people were throwing stones on him people wanted him to go away from the castle and the country itself so he was thrown away from his own country where he was loved as a rajrishi after being thrown away he was again starving he had no money no food no shelter nothing to cover him so he went and stand and stood in a beggar's line to get at least something to eat and drink but by the time he reached there the food got over just imagine raja janak and when the food got over he said the person said okay there is some starch left in the bottom can you take the starch so raja janak said okay so he scraped the starch because kuch bhi you know he was starving he was almost dying he took it and he was holding that utensil and he was about to drink when a chill you know a bird came and he took away the starch also this time raja janak gave up all the hardships and he had some he was about to have something to eat after so many days that also was taken away he started crying and weeping and shouting he could not take it he was rolling on the floor and crying as to why has god done this to me and when he was crying suddenly he heard a voice rajan rajan what happened his servants rushed in he said what happened why are you sweating why are you crying they were fanning him open his eyes and he saw there's no battlefield nothing is he's he's okay he's not wounded he's not in a miserable state he's sleeping on his velvet bed people are fanning him and he was shocked he said what has happened the dream yes and then he kept asking 
He looked around, he said, is this real? Or what I saw just now was real? Ye sach ya wo sach? Whoever would come, ye sach ya wo sach? His wife would come, ye sach ya wo sach? Ministers would come, ye sach ya wo sach? By now the entire place knew, Raja Janakpuri knew that Raja had gone mad. Because all he could say was, ye sach ya wo sach? See, this is the difference between them and us. They hold on to what realization has come and they elevate themselves. We will have the same situation when we get up and see that it is not real. But we will not let it sink in that it takes us to a stage. We just let it go. And we get He did not let it go. He was ye such, ya wo such. And the word spread and it went on to Ashtavakra. Ashtavakra was a sage who was bent or turned and twisted in eight places. So it went. And nobody could answer this question. Nobody knew what had happened. None of the uh, people knew. None of the uh, even physicians knew. So Ashtavakra came. And he said, what happened, Rajan? Rajan looked at him. And he said, ye such, ya wo such. So he asked the Raja. He said, listen. He knew what had happened, right? He knew what Raja Janak was thinking about. He was an Antanyami. So he said, listen. What, when you were going through your dream, right? There was a battle, you were there, all was happening. Is it there right now? The poverty, the misery, the hunger, is it there right now? No. Raja said no. And then he asked again, Ki, whatever is around you, all the opulence, all the money, all the people serving you, was it there in your dream? Ashtavakra said, Rajan, na ye sach, na wo sach. Tum he sach. This is the beginning of Ashtavakra Gita. Na ye sach. This world that we see right now, it is not real. Again, you'll say, how can it not be real? I feel it. But then, in your dreams also, aren't your dreams so vivid and real at times that you feel them? They are real. Nobody can refuse it. The pain and the misery or the agony in your dream. Is it not real? But then, when you open your eyes, that world vanishes. When you close your eyes, this world vanishes. So which world is real? See, half your time is spent sleeping only, right? So half your time is awake. You claim this world is real. You claim that world is not real. Where is the proof? For all you know, that world is real and this is not real. Have you ever questioned yourself? No, we get up. It was a bad dream. For all you know, that was real. And this is not real. Where is the proof? You felt everything, right? You felt all the emotions. You felt all the pain. You felt every sorrow and agony and thirst and hunger. Then how can that not be real? You claim this world to be real because you feel everything, right? But then in the dream also you felt everything. Now what is the difference between the two worlds? Why are we so hell-bent on saying that this is real and that is not real? Conditioning of the mind. That's it. In reality, neither this is real nor that is real. And what is real? That goes away when you wake up. And this goes away when we sleep? When we sleep. Right, auntie? So then what is real? Do he such? 
who knows that i slept and i had that dream and who knows that i have woken up and i'm experiencing the world right now there is something right isn't that proof enough to tell you that there is something something knows that i am awake right now and i'm sitting here you are sitting here something knows and something knows that you slept also right right something knows that you had a dream something knows that you but you were sleeping right how could you know that you had a dream and something knows that there have been nights when you had no dreams right you slept nicely and you'd say oh i slept like a log i had no dreams that is you so there is proof enough even rahugana is saying i experience everything then he's saying that you have experienced everything in your dream also right so then say the dream is real otherwise say that this world is also not real why this difference what we do is we are very selective we decide what is real and good for us when we decide what is not real and good for us isn't it auntie if this is the same explanation you say i feel my love for my daughter i feel love for my grandchildren in your dreams also you felt it then why are you saying that dream is not real and this world is real when half your life is slept sleeping and half is on the waking stage right very few people will say no 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 half my life is not spent sleeping most of us half our lives go sleeping so he says na wo sach na ye sach tu hi sach neither your waking state is a reality neither your sleeping state is a reality because if your waking state is a reality it should not vanish when you sleep and if that dreaming state is a reality it, it should not vanish when you are awake so both from that reasoning which we give that this world is real because i can feel the pain and i can feel the heat and i can it is not valid because the same reason applies to your dream so if both and then there is a state where you have no feelings whatsoever in your sleep so this is known as three states waking sleeping dream state and deep sleep there is something there is a fourth thing that is witnessing everything there is something that is witnessing it do you agree by now if you go and thinking you'll realize is there, there is something which is witnessing the entire thing happening that is you that is the truth it is not attached to the world it is not attached to the dream it does not bother whether which what relation you share with anybody else because it is beyond the mithya you means it's not the body it is the soul there is something which is watching it is you can call it a soul but in this context we will call it the state of turiya or turiyam turiyam is a state or that thing that consciousness we can term it as consciousness that energy which is seeing everything is it difficult to accept it na ye sach na wo sach everything is mithya and maya and there is something which is observing it and that is me oh really till date everything of the minute you take away yourself and become a witness none of the relationships matter 
no relationship is more important than the other because either they are all equally real or they are all equally false and when you reach this state of jada bharat of all the sages that is when vairagya sets in because you realize nothing is real i for my convenience have said this is my daughter this is my mother this is my family this is my house when this body is only not mine when i am not this body when the waking state is not real the dreaming state is not real who is it that is watching the drama happening so this is just a dream some dreams we are dreaming with open eyes some dreams we are dreaming with closed eyes and this is called a state of turya true consciousness true understanding and when you get established in the state of turya bliss consciousness maya cannot touch you so knowing this state understanding this first is the acceptance of the state right first is the knowledge of the state then is the acceptance of the state okay, okay probably what is being said is true and then trying to get established in this state it takes and then fourth is experiencing the state we can read we can talk we can do whatever we want but the entire journey is to know the state to agree that okay this is right to try and establish ourselves and then to start experiencing the minute you start experiencing the state maya vanishes duality vanishes because that consciousness is the same as that divine consciousness right there is no difference there is only one consciousness there might be a light there might be so many things as we did in jada bharat right everything is operational but when the electricity goes away nothing will be there so what is such the electricity is a such and we are that consciousness and till we actually work to experience the state as the grand said right everything that you do in fact in the bhagavad last week we did there is a portion where is a vedas rituals all the sadhana all the tapa everything is useless till you actually sit with people sages who are established in the state because they know they are established in the state and when you are in a company of a person who is in the state of turya you will automatically start moving towards the state because you will say yes this is reality if you are in the company of the people who are in deha buddhi or who are okay who are thinking yes yes maybe yes maybe yes maybe no you have to hold on to the state aisa nahi ki right now you here okay turya is a state and when you go home forget it aisa nahi hota establishing all these sages be it jadabhara be it rahugana be it uh, uh, recent stages sages who was this ramana maharishi they hold on to experiences and they don't let it slip away if it has touched you ki okay, yes turiya is me then you don't let that state go back to the mundane existence everything is mundane na 
think of it now when we do he is saying and this is me so if somebody says what are you i am changeless anything that is changing is false what is the definition of true and false that which changes is not true that which changes is not real everything if you put it in that category i don't know if there will be something which will not change be it softer elements like emotions and relations or harder elements like our body itself every even even two married people when you are dating it is different when you get married it is different when you have children your relationship becomes different and when you grow old it changes it is not like you know there'll be only same relationship throughout if you expect that same relationship to be there throughout there are breakups because it is not possible so now first is knowing then it is expecting accepting and then working towards being established and then actually being established in that state till the effort is there to actually being established there all the knowledge is useless so action is important now rahu gana is listening to this eh? he was so far refuting mm. when i feel when i feel so now this raja janak story says you feel there also you feel here also feeling is no in, in your dreams also something catches fire and you feel you are burnt yes. then you feel the pain you feel the pain so okay so your now he is saying basically that your example of you know this is getting hot this is getting cold does not make sense because it is same when you are dreaming so that logic of rahu gana has been refuted totally then what then he goes on to describe this beautiful i'll have to send it to you because it is very deep he gives a story okay and then this story he says that there is a big jungle okay and a few people enter this jungle and a team of six enter this jungle okay and when you read this story you don't understand what he is trying to say i'll briefly read it a bit but he says bharat allegory uh, allegorically represents this state of worldly existence as a forest and the doubt of rahugana gets resolved ki ye duniya ek jungle hai ek jungle hai usme aap ghus gaye and the entire happening of our life till the phase when he says ki see it is very simple it is very brutally put that it goes on right in this jungle people will leave the old aur theek hai ho gaya when they are gone and the babies are carried forward and move on to ye chalta rehta hai samsar ka chakkar nobody stops time does not stop for anybody and he says put on the path of worldly activities the end of which is difficult to attain it is very difficult to attain the end they accept it by maya the beginning beginningless deluding potency of the lord and devoted to activities divided into various categories according according as they are dominated by qualities of sattva rajas and tamas this company of merchants ranging everywhere with the object of acquiring wealth in the shape of lasting bliss enter the forest of mundane existence where it finds no delight whatsoever he saying these people they enter this forest of mundane existence to find bliss every action that we do isn't it to get happiness to get comfort 
to get joy. So with this thought, a group of people, six in number and more, they enter this forest and there is no end to this forest. No matter how much you try, you cannot break through Maya, right? Till you are in Maya, you cannot break through Maya. You have to actually move away from Maya. Then only can you see, oh my God, this is the drama that is happening. Till we are actually indulged in Maya, we say, hum to Maya ka end nahi. of course Maya can end nahi because we are standing in the middle of Maya. There is no end to Maya. But you have to consciously pull yourself off. And that pulling yourself out is not easy. You have to make a lot of sacrifices. A lot of people will be given away. Everything will change for you. That effort because you are moving against the stream. Moving with the stream is always easy. But when you start moving against the stream, what happens? It is difficult and everyone else will move with the stream. So only a few who are able to do that are able to break Maya. In that forest or ruler of men, there are six highway highway men who rob this company led by an unworthy chief. So in this forest, when you enter, there are six thieves who rob you. And finding access to their camp, jackals drag away an unwary member of the company, even as wolves carry away a stray sheep. Harassed by cruel mosquitoes in the place, dense with num- uh, numerous creeps, grass and shrubs, they witness here an imaginary city in the sky, while at other places they behold a fleeting ogre appearing like a fire band. Now this all, the entire story, is the depiction of our life. Just because in the next chapter, they have actually elaborated this. They say that when you enter the jungle, who are the people who are robbing you? Our five senses and our mind. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, why they are saying six. Six. Our five, again and again. See, in different forms, Bharat is trying to make Rahugana accept the fact that he is beyond all this. The five senses and the mind robs us, isn't it? These are the five senses who indulge us. Right? These are the five senses who we try to please. And this mind creates the delusions of mind and thine, of love and hate. Who does it? The mind does it. And with because of this, because of these robbers and these six, we are not able to break free. Five senses and the mind, six of them, they don't allow us to break free. They rob us. And how do we move around? When the story goes on, I want to actually share the story. But okay, let's read a bit. Looking upon the habitat, water, wealth as their own, they run about here and there in the forest. So Abhita, we have talked about creepers. We have talked about jackals. Why I wanted you to bring a pen and pencil is because... There are like six highwaymen. What do they stand for? What are the jackals? What do they stand for? What are the mosquitoes? What are the wolves? Everything is indicating something that we are experiencing. Okay? Wealth as their own, they run about here and there in the forest. Oh Rahugana. While at some places they cannot distinguish the quarters smoky with the dust raised by the whirlwinds. Their eyes being blinded with dust. 
the shrill notes of the unseen crickets jarring upon their ears and their mind disquieted with the hooting of owls everything has a analogy okay they betake themselves to unholy trees when oppressed with hunger while at some places they run after a mirage in order to quench their thirst here and maybe when you listen to it you will be able to analyze it when you put your life in front who what which mirage are we running after to quench our thirst here they march towards streams without water and when starving they seek food from another there they meet with a forest uh and gets scorched with fire forest fire while at the third they give way to despair when about to kill a yaksha about to being killed by a yaksha when disposed of their wealth by other men they feel depressed in spirit grieving and getting confused they faint away and entering an imaginary city whereas they rejoice for an hour or so though quite happy Swar- desirous ha huh? swarg abhi it's still in this world only we are still in the world in the world we are not going anywhere mm-hmm. and entering the imaginary desirous of climbing up a hill they sometimes proceed in that direction to some distance but the soul of their feet being pierced with thorns and gravels they sit down like one sad at heart burdened with the maintenance of a large family but unable to support them and tormented with hunger they indeed get angry every moment with their own people in the forest now and devoured by serpents belonging to the species known as so they have no consciousness left in them and now bitten by poisonous snakes and creatures and fallen in some covered well deprived of their sight remain lying down there in darkness sometimes seeking after honey they are tormented by bees and feel frustrated in their attempt if they achieve success in that direction with great hardship others forcibly rob them of the body and while they are engaged in an encounter with these yet another snatches away the prize doesn't it sound like the world we are in it is actually true when you look at him the way they have written yahi hota hai na hamare sath we with the senses and this mind we are actually trying to find peace and joy we achieve some we lose some when we have almost reached somewhere somebody pulls us out right then we seek for happiness from somebody else always seeking happiness outside do we seek happiness inside ever we seek happiness in relationships we seek happiness in people we seek happiness in situations and of course they'll be robbed by you koi aake kheech lega koi aake le jayega this battle which he is describing which is happening in a forest men have entered a forest imagine yourself in a jungle with all these wild animals and wild situations and every day what are you trying to do with the mind and the senses you're battling it every day is a battle why because you want happiness you want peace you want joy you want security for all the people who are around you because that will give you happiness if something happens to your loved ones that will give you sorrow so there is a daily battle happening isn't it and then who many a times you see there are people even they are explaining their people near you very dear you also they'll be snatching away your happiness right you'll turn to somebody somebody else from behind will take away your happiness what are you trying to protect that wealth you can't protect anything in this world and this is a forest you can never get out of can you nahi ja sakte the analogy is very good you'll have to read it word by word to understand 
sometimes seeking after honey now and at some places they are unable to ward off cold sun storm rain sit down helplessly while elsewhere they shell between themselves contrary because of their greed on some occasions when improvised and deprived of a bed a mat etc to squat on a dwelling and a conveyance in the forest they ask these of another but on failing to secure the desired objects they cast a wistful look on the other's property and incur it in spite of their feeling of animosity having been aggravated by these attractions for one another's wealth they enter into material relationships with another with one another and while sporting along this road are reduced to miserable conditions through great many hardships monetary losers and calamities leaving behind all these deceased companions at different stages aisa nahi hota see this is our daily challenge we can actually look back and say every day what do you battle and then what happened at and we keep going on right life does not stop does life stop it never stop the struggle does not stop this battle that minute by minute battle between everybody around us does not stop and then what happened leaving behind all their deceased companions at different stages do we stop when somebody passes away the battle goes on leaving behind their deceased companions at different stages of their journey and taking with them every newborn babe the company marches onward and onward none of this company has returned from their journey till date we keep going on we keep going on nobody returns from maya it is a chakkar right afterwards also you come enter again and rebirth 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 same battle same agony same misery and you keep walking on are dikh raha hai samne ki aur battling so much every day still nobody wants to stop and think ki what is happening and to that extent that we leave people behind and we keep marching on even that time we don't realize my god this is maya stop we still march on how none of this company has returned from the journey of this to, to this day o brave monarch nor does anyone take to the practice of yoga leading to the kya hai again he saying nor does anyone take to the practice of yoga methods of god realization leading to the other extremity of the road even great heroes who have completely subdued the great elephants guarding the four quarters as well as the four intervening corners all bite the dust on the field of battle having contracted confirmed hostility with one another for the sake of dominion over the earth claiming it as their own none of them however attain the goal which is reached by the recluse who has completely shaken off all form of violence and is free from enmity see aisa nahi hai we are here we are in this forest we are battling every day we know we have left behind so many people yet we are not waking up but we also know there are people who have woken up we can see them but yet it don't take their way we know there is a way to wake up we know there are people who have woken up but hum nahi jagna chahte and then we'll stay in this jungle we'll fight in this jungle we'll die in this jungle will crib in this jungle but we don't want to leave this jungle and then we'll say ab kya kare are you are miserable because you are in the jungle leave the jungle 
it is as simple no how do you leave the jungle is it possible to leave the jungle yes it is possible to leave the jungle there are so many people who have left the jungle the so called sages that we worship have left the jungle they are recluses they are shant they are happy they have no enmity towards anybody they don't seek joy from anybody so it is possible so he's saying ki and when you read what he has written i'll send it to you clinging to the arms of the creepers and full of longing for sweetly wobbling birds perched on them they get strongly attached to some unknown place and sometimes afraid of tigers they might make friends with uh, other animals and betrayed by them they seek to join a flock of swans but now finding their behavior uh, to that like not finding their behavior to their liking they approach the monkeys and their senses being fully gratified by enormous sports natural to the race each pair gets so absorbed in looking at each other's face that they forget that they're fast approach they that they forget they're fast approaching death ye hota hai na what are the small chote chote bachche aayenge unse uljhenge pati se pyar ho jayega you are so involved in this daldal that you don't even realize that your death is fast approaching you forget every day what are we every day one thing we are closing we are moving closer to death every day every second but we forget strapped in this forest battling every day all the mo and maya and the mine and mera we forget that we don't have time left ab nahi to kab seeking delight in trees and found of sons and wives they are ever impatient with the animal desires of sexual indulgence and powerless to get rid of their bondage when falling into some raven through an adventus uh, uh, okay a stray member maybe somebody falls down the company catches hold of some creeper and remains suspended by it afraid of the elephant elephants below see however he joins the company once more and no one puts on this track by maya the deluding potencies and wandering along it is able to recla- recognize the supreme object of life even to this day till date we are not able to realize the supreme objective of our life so far we have understood that human birth is very important this this full chapter they have been telling us you are humans very rare very important and then he saying no everything else is not real you all have only one objective is realizing the self meeting the divine and stop roaming around in this jungle get out it is possible you too have been put on this track rahugana bharat ko bolta hai ki when you will the next chapter i'll send it to you read it in your own time mark it if possible you too have been trapped in this he saying tum bhi isi mein ulche ho ye sahi hai ye galat hai ye acha lagta hai ye mera hai wo mera nahi hai isse sukhi milte hai sukh milta hai usse dukh milta hai wo mujhe torture kar raha hai are to this entire jungle is like that with daldal hai this is the way you are supposed to keep be kept busy right it is a game you are supposed to be kept busy in this sometimes with happiness sometimes with sorrow and sometimes it indication that you'll have to go but then you move on never reaching out to your true objective you too have been put on this track completely abjuring all forms of violence 
and making friends with all living beings do you take up the sword of wisdom please take up the sword of wisdom he say nobody is your enemy everybody is your friend jo ho raha hai hone do nobody is accountable it is just a drama whom will you blame whom will you hold accountable whom will you say that this person is wrong this person is not it is just a play nobody is your enemy come on hold the sword of wisdom sharpened with the worship of shri hari and with a mind unattached to pleasures of senses get to the other end of the road this line is beautiful beautiful, beautiful isn't it yeah. get to the other end again see if there is nobody end of violence end of enmity hold to the sword of wisdom sharpened with the worship of shri hari mm-hmm. and a, with with a mind completely unattached to pleasures of senses get to the other end of the road this human birth is the best of all other incarnations of what avail are births of the highest order even in heaven even if you're born in heaven you cannot do anything because in heaven you cannot have good karmas you just exhaust your good karmas and then you're kicked back so only in this birth can we realize him not even as gods and deities they also crave Please for being born as humans mm-hmm. and what are we humans doing we are trying to please those deities yes hey indradev hey ye dev are they are jealous of you that you are humans you are sitting there you can attain sri hari they can't the minute their punyas go away they'll be kicked out so he's saying highest heaven and why do and we humans how silly we are we sit here and we worship that we should go to heaven look at the forest we are in now we are in a daldal i would say we are in that uh, what is quicksand it's and we have been maze like thing yeah it's like a maze now they want they know that we are humans it is the highest level of birth that we have got even the lord comes in our form and we pray that we should go to heaven we pray that we should be happy we pray that all our sense objects should be satisfied and my mind should be at peace this mind is that which is robbing you just for the peace of mind you are roaming around in this forest so he's saying human birth is the best of all incarnations of what avail are births of the highest order even in heaven now rahugana is speaking okay this is not bharat so far jada bharat was talking now he has understood he said i understand he says why is this human birth so important he says where the fellowship of exalted souls like you whose mind has been purified by singing and hearing the glories of lord vishnu the ruler of the senses is not had in abundance even in heavens you won't have sat ka sang you won't have sages and sadhus there because see bhumi bhur phaswa okay now most of the sages you won't find in heaven because their journey is beyond heaven there are seven lokas right so these three lokas bhur bhaswa they are again and again destroyed and made destroyed and made destroyed and made the four lokas above this till the brahma lok they are not destroyed and made so if you want to find sages either you find it here or you find it beyond heaven because no sage will go to heaven they refuse to go to heaven their journey is not to heaven so he is saying what is use of going to heaven where we will not have the company of sages ya to usse aage nikal jao you become a sage and move ahead otherwise the only way you can have company of sages is on earth this is very deep because they have taught us that the other three lokas are destroyed 
and no sage says that my journey is still heaven he says i want to go beyond right so and how is how is a sage's mind purified by singing and hearing the stories of the lord it is no wonder that devotion to lord vishnu who is beyond sense perception should spring up in the heart of a man whose sins have been scorched off with the dust of your lotus feet when i find my ignorance which had its root in fallacious reasoning we keep reasoning that is the problem right on all our reasoning are false you know when uh, I, i don't know whether i mentioned this before or not when anybody sits on the vyasasan he leaves his reasoning because you can't reason vyasasan is vyasdev now who has written everything you cannot reason beyond him right so you sit and you surrender to him he said i give all my reasoning to you because what reasoning do i have and beyond that asan as it is you cannot reason so you surrender and then you sit so he saying we are all that reasoning that we do all the thinking that we do all the analysis that we do is false because we are using our mind to do it anything that is being done with this mind is false so all the reasoning all the tarak and vitark that we keep giving is false it will leave you nowhere only thing that is going to help you is the sages company hari katha hari naam nothing else and over there no reasoning works till you are reasoning you are very far from him the day you stop reasoning somewhere the journey has started we say na nahi nahi we need to analyze we need to think we have to understand don't flow follow it blindly can you understand shri hari can any amount of reasoning make you understand him can any amount of reasoning make you understand god then what use is your reasoning in front of god there is no reasoning and where there is reasoning there is no god it is as simple as that till you are reasoning you have your mind and you have your ego when you are not reasoning the mind and the ego vanish so jahan tarak wahan hari nahi hai jahan nahi hai mind nahi hai ego nahi hai jasve nahi hai wahan hari hai. so you have to choose and hail to those again what does he say beautifully in the scriptures they say what is he saying okay springs up devotion springs and sense have been okay i when i find my way out of ignorance which had its roots in fallacious reasoning has been rooted out by an hours fellowship with you he was only for with bharjarath for one hour but then how come an hour made a difference because he was open he was ready he had prarabdha also right mm. he was a dear he had that sung before so you never know you sh- you never know is it a journey of an hour or jan no you don't know what is what you have done in your last birth do we know no probably we are almost there just it is just one tick and you'll reach the divine it does not have to be next many births also for you for all you know you have already done that tapas and this hour and rahu gana was free from the bondage of illusions and he says hail to the brahmanas again hail to the people what is brahman brahman is a person who is close to god hail to the brahmanas who are advanced in age so beautifully they have put hail to those who are yet infants hail to the young hail to all the all down to the youngsters 
May all the kings receive blessings from those brahmanas who transfer the earth in the grab of aesthetics and that have shaken off all worldly feelings and obligations. So again, age is not a barrier for a person to reach the divine. Anybody, because we say age from this body, right? Our journey is different. We do not know where that soul is in that journey. So if you see that small five-year-old who is divine already, why not salute that person? Praladru. Praladru. Why not? And most of the sages by the age of 32, they are gone. Shankaracharya and all such young age, they are gone. So there is no... But why? Their journey is over. They, and he was holding his body. Rama, if you look at the story of uh, Ramakrishna Paramhans, he was holding his body because his work was not done. How was he holding his body? Till you have desires in this world, your body, you are bound to this world, right? So he used to eat sweets. So his wife would say, you are such a big sage and you cannot control your love for sweets and food. So Ramakrishna Paramhans said, listen, the day I don't accept food, Remember that I am going to go in a few days. And then there came a day when she gave him a full meal which he liked, you know, with all the sweets. He said, no, I don't want to eat. Because his work was done. Vivekananda was ready. And she realized that he is going to go away. And within two, three days he left. See, these sages, they have full control over coming and going from this earth. That control is possible in our case also. But if you are still in this forest and finding the, fighting this mundane battle, what is the point? So he's saying, get out of this forest. There are many people who have managed to get out. Having thus explained the true nature of the self. Now, he explained the true nature of the self. Jada Bharat went away. He wandered till his Prarabdha was there to stay in this body. And he also vanished. And Rahugana gave up everything and he also became a wandering sage. That was his prarabdha also, right? Having fully realized the true nature of the Supreme Spirit as taught by the saintly soul, Rahugana too, shed the wrong notion planted on his mind by ignorance that he was no other than the body. And that's it. He also wandered. He also was free from bondage just by one hour of association. But for that one hour of association, he was ready. He was ready. He was yes. ready. He was ready. To he accept. was ready. So, see, we know. We might say that our soul might be ready, right? Mm. Take care. But what are you doing to be ready? Are you ready that when the true teacher comes, you will just fly? What effort are you putting in to be ready? It is always said when the student is ready, then the teacher appears. Till the student is not ready, the true teacher will not appear. When the student is ready, so you will say, what is the point of a teacher when the student is ready? Or you have to be receptive, now. If I go to a KG1 student and tell him 12th class math, what is the point? The teacher won't go to a KG1 student. He has to go on till 12th grade to meet that teacher and get that concepts. So, what are we doing? We don't know about the journey of our soul, right? But we know about today's journey. How far are we 
that the teacher comes and says, okay, in one hour, liberation. Just highlighted a few points, I'll read, and then we'll close the class. See, he's saying that, and even though the endeavors generally prove abortive and are impeded by many obstacles, they fail even this day to get to the path of those who resort like the honeybees to the lotus feet of Sri Hari in the form of their perceptors or teachers. All in our life, if we see in our journey, we know we are not going anywhere. But at the same time, we do not want to become like a guru, like a teacher who has actually left everything. You don't have to physically leave everything. But he has left everything mentally and he is only focused on Sri Hari. The path of devotion which when duly followed relieves the agonies and the experiences in that forest where dwells the aforesaid six which though passing as Indriyas by name are actually robbers by action. What liberates you? Sri Hari's now. When you actually just know that this is, they are all robbing me. And you turn. And you know there are people who are doing it. But what is stopping you from turning? And if you are not turning, stop creeping. For whatever fortune acquired with great hardship belongs to a man is of use only when it is directed conducively to the practice of dharma. We know what is dharma, right? And that alone is dharma which consists in the worship of supreme person himself. And it is such dharma that the wise declare as contributory to happiness in the other world. So whatever you acquire, unless and until you direct it towards dharma. Now we might say dharma is charity, this, that, everything. Yes, that is good. But the true dharma is moving towards that self, moving towards the divine, helping others move towards that divine. Because no amount of anything else that you do will free them from the bondage of this Maya, isn't it? Only Shri Hari's Nam. So true Dharma is first move towards Shri Hari and through your wealth move others towards Shri Hari. And the books are speaking it. In case of those who are guided by a perverted intellect and whose mind has not been subdued, as in the case of company, of traders led by unworthy chief and having an unsubdued spirit the indriyas take away death, that wealth which is fit to be devoted to the practice of such virtues through the medium of sensuous enjoyments at home in the form of seeing, touching, hearing, tasting, smelling seeking after and determining various objects. So you have that wealth which can be directed towards the right thing. If you don't do it because of your sense and your mind, you will waste that wealth in the wrong direction. And there is one more important point in this. Oh, that was two. Those were the two important So this was what, and this is what each and everything means. The story, what is delicious food, say like a children, say like a parents, say like everything is nothing but a part of that jungle and the robbers in the form of five senses in our mind are robbing us and we don't understand that we will not be able to move out of this jungle unless and until we hold on to a sage 
and sing Shri Hari's glory and his name. What happens? We go away and then we come back. We go away and then we come back. In the same forest, we live, we die, we come back. We live, we die, we come back. Live, we die, we come back. We are tormented. We are tired. By the end of it, the soul gets tired of birth and death. Birth and death. Kitna. And then we get this and we waste it. So with this, we have covered the stiti here and here. And the geographical stiti, I will have to take a little bit more time as I told them. Because it is very difficult to mark and chalk. So the other classes would not be able to be aligned to this. So for this much, I will take uh, it as my homework in Rishikesh. When I am there for a month, I will work on this. Yeah, 20 days, 1 month. I promise to work on this and come back and share it. Are you and here next week? I'm, I'm here. This is for my holiday, summer holiday homework. Because we have off next week. Achha. So, huh. that's what I was asking. No, we class. Huh. So, uh, we are here. Indian schools are not off. So, this now, first they has told about stiti. And now this is stiti as to what geographically how everything is arranged. So, this geographical thing will take time. So, we'll do it after uh, September. We'll do it. If, if I'm able to complete it before that, we'll do it. Otherwise, we'll do it after September. We will move on to portion. So, we have understood what stiti we should be in. Right? Now, what will nurture that so that we can stay there? That we'll start with the story of Ajamil. Ah, so we'll, that is what we'll start with and all the sweet sweet stories of Gajendra and everything will come in portion only I think so that we'll start next week I think so Jada Bharat ho gaya na 5 when are you going to Shikesh Daksha all these Ajamel beautiful stories Chitra Ketu so now this is how you give portion Rishikesh July August but uh, 20 days one month during the summer holidays. Like last time. So. Adhikari's Kanth. Adhikari's Kanth. Adhikari's Kanth. Adhikari's Kanth. You were there in the beginning. Kasturi, you were there in Kasturi. Yes. Adhikari's Kanth. If you want, I'll share the synopsis of the Adhikari's Kanth. How to become Adhikari. Adhikari's Kanth. For... There are, uh, there are be- the beauty of Bhagwat is, it is pretty unfair sometimes, you know. For the Shrota, the people who are hearing, they don't have much. For the person who is speaking, there is a lot of restriction. <laughs> so I said there are a lot of, so there are points that you have to follow if you are actually speaking the Bhagwat. So for the Shrota, sitting and listening. I have, I have all the synopsis. Initial few synopsis yes, yes. are Jee. the Adhikarika and then the Sadnaskar. And now we'll go on to portion. Yes, sorry. Like Rishi and sages, they refuse to go to Swadlok. They want to yeah. go on. Jana. But do we get a choice? Yes. Every, that is the beauty. Shrimad Bhagavad. Do we get a choice to go to Swadloka if a punya is enough? Yes, why not? Uh, this, uh, whom did we study about? In one of this lineage only, Agni Dhar, I think. Agni Dhar. Uh, was uh, Abhi Bharat's uh, ancestor Agnidhar uh, he was so attached to the Afsara 
who had come she had come from brahmalok but still they say the, she had come and he was so attached that he went there he stayed there for a while he exhausted all his vasanas to be there and then he went away so you have a choice sages have full control over where they want to be when you talk about sarbhanga sarbhanga was going to brahmalok when he met ramji sutikshna's guru when ramji came and he said oh i was going to brahmalok but now that you are here i don't have to go to brahmalok you just do my end rites i leave my body so you have full control we feel that we have no control over ourselves we have no control of you know we say there are certain things that we cannot control and one of it is death you can even control that and decide so what is it that we don't have control over but i think mostly desires yes that is the most difficult thing to control them maya maya those paanch chanche once we are nice. able to control them we have not bound them and uh, it's like thing i i think even when we look at ramayan we look at bhagavatam they just go around this five one point control control indriyas and in the being the company of उटेड कि वॉट विल हैपन इफ आई रीच दैट बी आई थिंक इट इज फियर मोर देन एनीथिंग ऐसा भी हो सकता है क्या ऐसा हो जाएगा फिर क्या होगा भी जाएंगे वहां से भी जाएंगे that we just don't want to i mean i get this dream of me falling down a lot cliff or suddenly flying flying in the like you know flying and, and it must be place. so vivid as if it's, it's real like you know i'm like there yes. i don't even want to think about it see but maybe so that's another and i think we all there. have that experience yeah. isn't it of that dream yes and it is so real like and shriyam says slipped. yeah it is another loka it is a shri m if we read shri m's book shri he m. says that our tiny souls live and they experience everything and they come back they yeah then the, some people say that we live there also yes that is what shri m says i'll find where it is we have our own life we have a life there my mom used to actually say sorry to cut you jab you actually when the baby is born and all we try to dress them naha ke fir tikka laga ke kala tikka sab kuch my mom used to say don't ever dress the kid when he is uh, slept oh kabhi usko aise mat kar dena bindi rakh dena kuch uh, i'm i'm i don't know uh, the child will get scared no the child uh, she says the child uh, they leave the soul 
and when they come back don't dress the child in a different way oh. he, he will not recognize is this me did i live like that is yeah. this my body yes uh, she See? used to tell aise mat karo jaisa hai jaise sulaya waise hi rakho don't so, you wow. try to yes. put wow. bindi or anything on him don't Just change his appearance change at that his time don't do anything like that see abhay is also uh-huh. yeah. so he will get it's not a good auspicious you know it's not auspicious because see, the soul, but the technical reason is so true uh-huh. the soul won't recognize like that yeah. his soul gesture is not auspicious because our elders said we just sote mein kapde badal diye i used to do that a lot but in our shastras like you know i i i did it so much i think about it see so yeah any other thing any other point aunty any other nothing beautiful class thank you i mean there is so much actually barkha ji uh, honestly i don't know to express and ask you how to ask anything or i don't know It's how to limitless yeah, yeah limitless I can't express. <laughs> It's it is That is how it is. It is it is beautiful. It is overwhelming these scriptures mm-hmm. now. Yeah, They are overwhelming. Actually, here in the class I hear everything good. As soon as I go home my senses and mind will drag me away from this one. Yes, no, it is true. But that is the thing. Stithi. Now they are going to say how to hold on to this stithi. To the passions and their all of us not everything. All of us. It's very difficult to hold the senses and the brain. But that is what we have to. Precious birth. Precious birth. Precious. And, and from the very beginning, we have to teach our children like also. Guru and Prakla. We have to nurture it from the young age. Yes, our children. At this age, after hearing the classes, they don't come to us. But if the little children, if they nurture, True. they are still very pure. And this material world, they don't listen to us at all. Very difficult. but i think our kids are so blessed parkha ji for arjun mm. i am telling he is so blessed that at 5 years he knows the soul and the body is different <laughs> yeah i know he talks about attachment and love a lot she does she does. i mean i don't know how much has she is going through some crisis in her school so yes. we, we 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 brought the topic me and savita so ji so we talk about attachment and love and she is able to she mindfulness attachment and love and that's how she is learning to deal with that situation mm. So that's really nice. And now it is our turn. Did you want to bring the self bhajan? Oh, auntie, कोई बात नहीं. We'll quickly do the bhajan. Mm-hmm.